Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Side I 
Tree Radio, yeah, right here with Coach K, Coach K Radio, man, broadcasting live and direct this week from ATL. Last week you was on the highway between Los Angeles and Las Vegas, or Las Vegas and Los Angeles, or now we're back over here on the East Coast, you know, close to Decatur where it's greater, and we wanted to say I am happy, 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 filled with joy that each and every one of you could join me again tonight for a very, very, very special show about symptometry. Man, 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 man. Um, yes, I got a good one for you tonight. This one is going to be right up my alley, okay? So um, I want all of you just to sit back, you know, chill out for a second. I want you to get your pen and your pad out, too, because you're going to have some levels introduced to you this evening as far as the information, um, I want to give a shout-out. If you are interested in uh, listening to past shows or if you need any of the literature that is concerning symptometry, please visit symptometrybooks.com, symptometrybooks.com. 
Books.com. We have packages of books that you can buy at a discounted rate, also um, individual books that you can buy at a, at a, at a rate, and also um, coming up March the 22nd. March the 22nd in Matthews, North Carolina, Coach Kair is going to be at the Mostar uh, Resurrection of the Gods and Goddesses um, Festival featuring um, the Village of Mayotte. And um, Dr. Abbott is also going to be there, and he's going to have um, some books that for sale. So you're going to be able to get them at, um, since you're going to be live, you're going to have a live symptometrist in the building, and you're going to have the books from symptometry, what to consume, the downside of nutrition, and whatever else he brings that day. He's going to have his, um, he's going to have his aura reading machine there. It's going to be just an amazing event. There's going to be some drumming. There's going to be some dancing. Doors open at 5. Program starts at 6. This is on a Saturday. We're going to be bringing in the spring equinox. I'm going to be talking about healthy relationships. We're we'll talking about healthy relationships, the need to nurture. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about love. We're going to be talking about electricity. This is going to be something, but it's going to be engaging. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And it is it's, it's family molded. You know, I won't be up there cursing and just carrying on. It's going to be something I'm really going to be, I don't want to be too, too technical. I want to, because I know it's going to be a lot of people who have not um, maybe even heard of symptometry or have not uh, began to experience it for themselves. So um, it's going to be like just all of that's going to be in the house. My particular portion is going to be in how we relate to one another, all right, how we relate to one another, having better relationships more pleasing, pleasure, and passion in our relationships. And, you know, coaches are always going to throw some other things in their value, maybe a little economics, maybe a little astrology, who knows. But you won't know unless you are there, all right? So I'll be having some more information on how to buy your tickets online um, at the CoachKaya.com website upon the upcoming events. If you've been on Facebook, you've probably seen me posting about it. And if you need some other information, just come over to my page, CoachKaya.com, leave a note for Coach and say, man, I want to know how to get tickets or I want to know, you know, how to get there, what's the directions. It's only it's $10 in advance and $15 at the door. Um, also, uh, May the 3rd, we're going to be having the Symptometry Symposium in Greensboro, North Carolina, over at the Nanotechnology, Nanoscience and Technology Building. And you don't want to miss that. Coach Kyrie is going to be in there with bells and whistles on. Dr. Weinick is going to be there. Dr. Abbott, the whole Symptometry family. So that's going to be May the 3rd. So you got March the 2nd to get a little bit, some preview. And then you got full-fledged on the May the 3rd. So we're just trying to keep you all very well informed, but also have some functions where we can come together and operate as family as well. All right? If you need to... Also, check out the American School of Symptometry. Please go to theamericanschoolofsymptometry.org and click on the six-month course, which I am enrolled in currently, that you can take and really add some champagne to your campaign. And so you can be a beacon of light in whatever circles you participate in. Don't you hate it when you go somewhere and everybody's just talking about rap music? and you don't want to participate in that conversation, or everybody's talking about this missing airline that just got missing around Malaysia or wherever, and you don't want to talk about that, 
But people may be talking about, um, oh, I need more fiber in my diet, or my kidneys is hurting, or, you know, I, don't, I, I have low energy. And then you can contribute to that conversation. Well, you'll be more armed to the T with the American School of Symptometry six-month certification class, and you'll be able to get all the other information about the American School of Symptometry as far as coming into the school as a full-time student. All right, we only meet twice a month on Sundays, and it's just a, um, the calls are recorded. We have our books so we can do our homework. It's just like I'm going to get to that part of the story because I want to just vibe with y'all tonight. We're going to do the show in kind of like a different type of format, okay? And so I'm going to just include all that, and I'm just telling you as you take notes, websites to go to so you can add some champagne to your campaign. And, of course, if you need to, um, schedule an appointment online, you can go to symptometry.com and just go through the contact page or schedule a consultation, and you can fill it out there as well. But I will be giving out the contact information for Dr. Abbott, for myself, for Dr. Weinick, and Dr. Nardi at headquarters before the end of the show. All right. I want to thank everybody who has already decided to tune in to Zoom in. Um, over in the chat room, those who are listening, those who have tuned in from Facebook and Instagram, thank you for those who have uh, just called in from around the country via Skype, Internet, however you decide to chime in tonight. I see some Philadelphias. I see some Atlantas. I see some New Yorks. I see some Californias. So um, maybe a Canada may be on the line as well. So big shouts out to Montreal, Quebec, Toronto, you know, big shouts out to the entire continent of Africa, the entire continent of Europe, the entire continent of Asia, wherever it's some particulates getting shipped so we can cure some people and save some lives, and you're listening to this show on a download or you're just getting the energy through the, through the mail, we appreciate you and we love you. Let me give you a round of applause. All right, all right. Tonight... Like I said, we're going to do a little different format. I know some people say, well, normally I will get in contact with Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott and Dr. Weinick and let them know what the topic of the show is for tonight. But today I said I realized so many people, um, we've been doing shows now. We're in our second year. This will be two years. This is our anniversary year. So, you know. It's awesome, baby. We've been doing shows for two years, and you know what that means. And the hits just keep on coming. Wow, that's cool. And it's going to get cooler. So what I want to do is take it back to the basics. Take it back to the essence of where this thing got started. Some of you, this may be your first call. A friend was like, you need to listen to this, you need to listen to that. Or you listen to two or three calls, and... A couple of calls, we've just been moving so fast. You'd be like, what about the basics? What about the basics? So tonight I'm going to take it all the way back, kind of, and just like recap. So if you go to symptometrybooks.com and you listen to show number one, Dr. Nardi was my guest. Dr. Abbott came on. He, he, um, we introduced him, and he just really kind of told his story about where Symptometry came from, his background, uh, his history, his professional history, um, the things that he um, has accomplished thus far with the science, 
and just had an amazing evening. We opened the lines up. And we had so many people call in. I was like, man, you got to come back next week. And Dr. Naughty was like, I'm ready. And then the next week we had a ladies' night show. And in between the first and the second show, I said, I got to get my consultation. I got to get my consultation. I want to tell you what I want to heal from. And I need to get some particulates, you know, shipped to me. I need to get some particulates. What, what are these particulate things? I want to know about, you know, how to clean my blood up. And I want to ionize and all that. So tonight, in honor of that that vibration that got us started where we're at right now, I want to go back and tell Coach's story. I want to tell my story, but I want to tell my story almost like I'm in front of the board of directors at the at symptometry or in the American School of Symptometry. I want to present my story just like I'm in front of the board. And then I'm going to ask Dr. Abbott to come in and tell part of his story, and I want Dr. Wynett to come in and tell part of her story, and I want Dr. Nardi to come in and just, you know, let him do like a, like a review and say, okay, boom, I see where you started, I see where you're at right now, and then take a, and take a couple questions maybe about if people have questions about the basics because we've covered so many topics, cancer, We've covered infidelity. We've covered meditation, nurturing, EFT, venereal diseases, smoking marijuana. We we salts. Oh man, ant bites. Uh, 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 personal hygiene. That uh, vagin. What is that? Bacteria vaginosis. I may not be saying it right, but we've covered so many topics, man. Just. When you go on that page, symptometrybooks.com, you'll see all of these areas that we've covered. And tonight, I just want to just share for a few minutes my particular story and what it is that symptometry means to me, to me, me, me personally, okay? And some of the things that I may say, they're not in the bylaws and the constitution of symptometry, but they are my personal experiences for what I have lived through in my life, um, experimenting on myself. Dr. Nardi always talks about how he experiments on himself. I have spent my life experimenting on myself as well, some great, some good, and some not so smart. So I want to share that with the family tonight. So I want you all just to get comfortable for a second. You need to get you a glass of water, um, no sodas. You don't need any coffee tonight, you know, maybe some white tea, and um, just sit back and relax for a second. And... Um, just let me just share a part of the story before I bring on my esteemed panel. But I think it's important for people to also hear experiences of what does symptometry mean to a scientist. Dr. Weinick is a scientist. Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott are scientists. But they didn't grow up symptometrists. They didn't, me neither. But I want to tell the difference that it's made in my life and how I came upon it. And also today somebody had me on the phone giving them a Symptometry 101 uh, uh, review. And so I said, this would be a good show topic tonight. So I said, I want to stand in front of my future peers, you know, to show myself approved um, with what little information that I have and um, to humble myself in front of this panel and let them check me out and then add on. Because I know I'm going to miss some things, all right? And I know they'll probably come in and add on and be like, well, right here, blah, 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 blah. And that's what we do. Teamwork makes the dream work. So let me get started. 
Um, what is symptometry? And Coach Kyrie, how did you get in contact with symptometry? You know, and what for? And how long? And 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 why are you still with it? And the big question, a lot of my friends on social media is, Kyrie, why do you feel that symptometry is superior to all the other systems? Why do you feel that it's superior to all the other systems? Well. What systems am I talking about? Y'all know who I'm talking about. That means anything that's out there. I just was talking to somebody today. Well, you know, I rock with I rock with the Sabi diet. That, that, that's fine. This is superior, right? I tried Sabi's. In my in my personal opinion, you know, the, but the scientific facts are here to back it. That's why I got my scientists here. I tried the Quinafuas uh, program. Didn't work for me. I've had and 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 I, the thing. We got to put our egos to the side, and I'm talking science. I'm not just talking about well, what I felt, you know, me personally. Now I'm not talking about egotistically, because this is not a paid advertisement. All right, this is from me and giving personal experiences of things that have happened in my body that no longer happen in my body. And I've tried the vegetarian, I've tried the raw, I've tried the the, the, the all the cleansings. And all of these things, and to tell you the truth, they're all symptom relocators, symptom relocators, and they cause my body to not be in harmony. So when I first started studying or sometimes it was introduced to me, I thought I had an iron stomach. And my diet was probably based more, if I put a combination, it was a little bit of savvy. It was a whole lot of eat right for your type because I'm an O positive. And I didn't eat pork, and I knew about um, I I would often try one meal a day. So I was mixing a couple of different systems together, okay, things that I had read myself. And, yes, I was leaning on my own understanding. You know, I always talk about that's a no-no. And um, but, the, but the savvy part, you know, if it's brown, let me eat because my skin is brown. Or brown rice. Let me get some black beans. Let me get some. These kidneys, they look like my kidneys. Oh, man. And I wasn't, I didn't really do the catfish, but I ate some shrimp up. Boy, I was knocking some crab legs down. And this, this is stuff I've been eating all my life. I was like, well, I don't eat pork. And at certain times of the year, I don't eat beef, you know. So, and I know how to, you know, I can clean myself out. I know how to, I know how to use these chigones and you know, there's some, a lot of energy work that I use. And I was like, I, I do feel good. And then I met Dr. Nardi in symptometry. And after my first consultation, he said, these are some of the foods that are causing these issues that you're having in your body. So if you're so healthy, Kair, why you got dandruff? If you're so healthy, Kair, what's wrong with your sinuses? If you're so healthy, Kair, why are you depending upon marijuana? You know, these were like real-life questions that Dr. Dr. Nardi was, you know, putting on me. And my answer was, I, I guess I'm not that healthy because I, he was right. I had a bad case of dandruff, got dry patches on my skin. Um, just, I, had, I, I wasn't a wreck. I wasn't on my deathbed, but I was not at 100%. So really, you know, I was kind of like, Better than the average. I was above average, but I wasn't well above average, and I definitely was not 
optimal. And then he started talking about things I had to quit taking or quit ingesting because they weren't good for me, and not just weren't good for me, but they were causing the electric, electrical flow of energy in my body to, to be hindered. And right there he had my attention. He said, we're going to go down to the cellular level, the root cause, and we're going to ionize the blockages. We're going to pound it down that you've ingested in your body through misinformation and eating the wrong foods that your body does not need and your cells are retaliating, and we're going to ionize them with these particulates. You're going to put these particulates under your tongue, and they're going to melt and go directly into the bloodstream. They're going to go to the blockage, and they're going to smash or ionize the blockage, and then it's going to pass out in your urine. And I was like, man, that really seems simple. He said, it is. And so he said, we're also going to clean the blood up. Because the blood gets dirtier and dirtier and dirtier if I don't use if I don't clean it, you know. And he said, God didn't give us anything that could clean out the lactic acid in our blood. And this lactic acid slows down electrical current flow in the body, all right? And he said, I'm going to send these molecules. And when I got it, it was called A116B. And he said, keep these in the refrigerator. And it was one yellow, one yellow capsule, and I broke that open and put that in the cup of warm water. And then there was three other little capsules, and <laughs> and I put those in and mixed them with the warm water and ingested it. And it didn't taste good. But I could immediately tell, probably within 24 to 48 hours, some things were happening inside of my body from the time that I started ionizing and from the time that I started ingesting the molecules to remove the lactic acid from my blood. And it was probably the toughest part was not like forming a new diet because I already was eating the foods that were in the book What to Consume. Most of those were my favorites. But some of those I had to leave alone was the chocolate. And so then we did a show. I asked about what was wrong with the chocolate and what was, you know, uh, what, what did the cocoa do to me and the strawberries and the strawberries, the color being made up of phosphorus. And I was a smoothie king. I had just came up with a, and created a brand-new smoothie recipe, and it tasted good but it wasn't good for me. And when I decided to tell my body what to do, instead of letting my parasites and my taste buds tell me what to do, that's when the change started. And I could tell that the, I was starving my parasites. I was starving them because I wouldn't stop and get that McDonald's fish filet sandwich 
with tomato because I learned that tomato had a raw tomato had cyanide in it. And I would even be riding in the car and have an urge pulling me to pull into the drive-thru and get that sandwich. And I would resist, and I'd get home and be like, whew, I made it. After about two or three months, I could ride by McDonald's or Krispy Kreme with the hot now light on and not even have an urge. Because me, I have a sugar addiction. You know how people talk about, I'm a, hi, my name is Kyrie, I'm an alcoholic? No. Hi, my name is Kyrie, I got a sugar addiction. So I started noticing that there was a less of a magnetic pull to the thing that weren't good for me. And instead of me saying, oh, my God, what am I going to do without strawberries? What am I going to do without all these berries and raspberries? And what am I going to do without Kool-Aid, yada, yada, yada? I could tell what I was going to do without it because in my body I could feel the difference. I could really feel how I was being changed and converted. And and I just and then the big thing happened, the big one. Dr. Naughty, he had a conversation one day. He said, everything that you desire is inside of your cells and it will not be unlocked until you deserve it. He said the billionaire that you want to be, Kyrie, is already in your cells, but your cells have deemed you unworthy by the way you treat them. Now, that's heavy. It's heavy. Here I am wanting to save the world or at least save my portion of it, but I'm mistreating my own cells because of my ignorance and not knowing what my cells wanted, required, and what they didn't want. And that's when I started treating my cells. I started looking at them. My analogy was like women. You know, most people have misunderstanding women. I had a grossly mis- gross misunderstanding of what my cells really wanted. And I wasn't listening until it got to be painful. And that's when I learned that's how cells communicate. Cells communicate through discomfort and pain. Well, if they're unhappy. Once I learned, when I started treating my cells right, how did they communicate that they were happy? And then it came to me about they would magnetically attract situations and other people to me that would make my level of success rise. And that's really what hooked me. The diet and some commentary was good, but when I started seeing my levels of success go to another level, I realized that it wasn't about the symptometry diet. It was about the symptometry lifestyle. I had to change the way I was talking. I had to stop cursing so much. I had to, I didn't necessarily have a negative attitude, but I had to learn to even, I could bring in more humility. I could get more hugs every day. I started kissing my mama on the forehead more and hugging her more and rubbing her on her back and giving her nurturing. And by giving nurturing, I started becoming more successful. Not only was I receiving nurturing, I was having more success in my business. And I was like, do you mean to tell me by changing the way I eat, ionizing my blood, 
and these health and these health disruptors, and then stabilizing it through a proper diet, that my business career can go up and, and improve. And the answer was yes. The answer was yes, because I saw it. I mean, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And maybe about, uh, no, I started in March, and then my birthday was in May. And I had switched over to French bread, and this is the first time I really kind of backslid, okay? And because in the, in the Eat Right for Your Blood Type book, it was like, you know, we could do rye bread. And my mother was still buying wheat bread. She would eat my French bread if I bought it, but she was still buying. She had some sourdough in there. She had some rye, and she had some brown bread. And so I had ran out of French bread, and all she had left was sourdough bread. And I was like, I don't feel like going to the store. I'm lazy. I'm going to eat some of this right here. Dr. Nardi don't have to know. I got an enzyme surplus, like pineapples all the time and green peppers. Nobody has to know. And let me tell you, my sales saw the sourdough bread coming. They let me eat it. And then the next day, my asthma that I had when I was a child that hardly ever, ever flares up in my life, ever, just came to full, came to the fore. And it jumped in my, and anytime something affects my breathing, it has my full attention. And I was like, what's wrong? I'm doing everything right. I was doing my ginger drink. I was doing my stem toe yogurt. I was, you know, eating my pineapples and, like I said, have my green peppers with everything, and I was making my sardine stew. But here I am eating this sourdough bread about three or four days in a row because I love bread. I'm a bread guy. Man, man, man. And I don't know whether it was Dr. Gnarly or Dr. Abbott, but see, the thing I love about these these scientists is they will laugh with you. They will laugh with you. They know you need to laugh at. Don't be mad at yourself. But I don't know who I told, but I told them about the sourdough bread. They just broke the sourdough bread down. Pow, 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 pow. You got mold on your lungs. And I was like, what? And they was like, yeah, you did it to yourself. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? This ain't funny. But it really was. Because it taught me a lesson to not be lazy about the way I nurture myself, and it showed me a way that my cells would retaliate and communicate with me immediately, immediately. And I was like, oh, man, thank you. I get it right now. So that, in short, and, 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 and since then, I don't mess around with the bread. Um, I asked Dr. Naughty to help me. Stop smoking marijuana. Um, it's been October since October 2012 since I smoked. So now this year, my time I get to October, that'll be my second year. Uh, my my scalp, I am recovering from the dandruff. I still got to drink more water on my end. Uh, my sinuses are much much better. I don't take those particulates anymore. Uh, my business is still striving and growing. Each and every day, my meditations are clearer. My communications with uh, people and the people that I magnetize and attract in my environment is just—it's just—it's just I'm in awe 
I'm in awe of my own of my own results, and I'm not even at a hundred percent where I know I'm capable of being. The biggest jewel that Dr. Naughty gave me when I talked about I wanted to rush and hurry up and get to my hundred percent was that he said from paradigm to paradigm transition. And I was like, wow, from paradigm to paradigm transition. He said, Kair, when you change lanes on the highway, don't you put the turn signal on first, look over your shoulder, and then switch lanes? He said, what, how do you feel when somebody just cuts in front of you? He said, that's how your sales feel when you just cut in front of somebody. So you can transition. Sometimeetry is something to transition into. And I was also wondering, like, well, why didn't we have sometimeetry 10,000 years ago when the ancient Egyptians needed it or over in Africa when people were dying from AIDS and all of this other kind of stuff? And he said, because we had to modify, we had to grow into a time when we needed sometimeetry the most, and then, voila, it appeared. I'm going to let Dr. Nardi get more into that later on about why symptometry wasn't around 1,000 years ago or 5,000 years ago. But I know right now that I'm happy that it is here right now. I'm telling you, I am so happy and overjoyed. And you can just, the evidence is in the people who call in, the people who are, you know, on the show, calling in and saying, "Look, these are the things that happened to me. These are the, these are the places that I have had improvement in my life. Um, the, the disease is gone. Um, just everything. The brother who sold, you know, he had his wheelchair for sale on Facebook. You know, he was in a in an accident, and they told me never walk again. And I just saw a picture of him again today, standing up with his mechanic." And his mechanic wasn't holding him up either, you know. And now he's talking about he's going to play basketball again and he's going to dunk a basketball again using scientific eating and a scientific lifestyle. And that's what I really want to get to people. Symptometry is about a lifestyle. So lifestyle change only works for the willing. It only works for the willing. Like, because we can't force you to do what you need to do for yourself. All right, you have to determine that these are the changes that I'm going to make in my own personal life and do what's necessary, okay? So that's kind of like me and my background. I, 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 probably, I could honestly talk about this by myself for the rest of the show, but I'm not because I want to have a Q&A, and I want some of the, my other panel members and my guests to share some of their story as well. But you're calling in, you listen to Coach Kair when I have my astrology shows, the numerology shows, when I have the shows on relationships and sex and shows on, you know, with Alexis K. Tyler and the new shows that I'm getting ready to start coming out with, you know, asking Coach Kair. And you trust me. And, this, and like Dr. Nardi said, this is a very intelligent audience. I wanted to have a night where we could sit down and you could just receive feedback and for those who want to know what is symptometry, why does Coach Kyrie think it's superior? You know, can we get some facts? Can I ask them questions? Yes, you can. All right? 
Yes, you can. If you need to, leave a note or get in contact with me also for the ginger tonic recipe. You can go to symptometrybook.com and just leave a note and say, hey, I need to just, just put symptometry recipe and I'll email it to you, all right? Um, that's pretty much where I want to just pause my part and I want to go now and open up the line to some of my guests on the panel as well. If you have questions or if somebody is on the line who also wants to share a brief story about what symptometry is to them, I want you to tell me what symptometry is to you. Because symptometry to me is creativity. Dr. Nardi said, bring in the cosmophysics, bring in the qigong, bring in the meditation. We need all of those. For the next 10,000 years, we'll have projects for you to do. Everybody. I remember, I don't want to spoil Dr. Abbott's story, but I do remember that bald head when I first seen him. And now I joke with him when I see him. I said, are you getting ready to get some cornrows? Are you getting ready to get? I said, you know you're too old to get cornrows, but you can get some dreadlocks because now he got a head full of hair. You know, and for years he, he he didn't have a head full of hair, but, hey, I don't want to get all into that story. He can tell his own story. So um, if you want to call in, our phone number is 327-205-9089, and you can give us a call and join us. All right. Okie doke. Let me open up the line here for... Dr. Abbott. There we go. Dr. Abbott, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us tonight. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, Coach. Thank you for having me. And thank you for another symptometry night on the Coach Guy's show. I'm sorry, say that last part again. I said thanks for another great night on the Coach Guy's show. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, um, you see, I changed the format. I changed the format around a little bit tonight. Yes, you have. Yes, you have, and it and it's actually excellent because it does give people the opportunity to understand what symptometry means to those of us who use it and and see the value in it and how it has made such a great change in our lives. You know, I can I can only you know, I have to give thanks initially to Kleinert Henson, you know, Kleinert because he was the one who spoke the word uh Dr. Maxwell Narte to me and from that moment, you know, my life has been since um changed and shifting for the better. You know, uh, in regards to uh you know, the, I mean you understand many of the things and, and you talked about your challenges. And as I listened to you, I mean, it brought up so much of, you know, me reflection for me because I was someone who thought they knew about herbs and, you know, and, and energy and just many different types of things as far as philosophy and how we should live as humans and and just thought I had a grasp on it. But with all of that information... I could not heal my sciatic pain, did not know how. And I had gone to, and you mentioned some of the names earlier, Dr. Savies and all the other 
ones out here. You know, the, the, I, I had been a, a vegetarian and raw foodist, adopted many of those diets as well, um, and and had to resort to you know even some of the the, the greatest Qigong people that I visited could not seem to that was in my hip, sweat lodges, all, all those things that I did, trying to resolve those, you know, to sweat out the toxins. However, when I did finally meet Dr. talk to Dr. Nardi, which was at that time about 2.30 in the morning, my time, so it may have been even earlier for him in Chicago. And, you know, he was he told me with with no in no uncertain terms that, oh, that's not a problem. We can help you. He says there's a cure for everything. You just have to be willing to, to work through it and to apply these these principles and the things that symptometry says about living, and I did. And within a week, I was kayaking and doing obstacle courses, things that I hadn't done in three years. And I tell you, that for those three years, that was a, a suffering time because I still was working with people, helping people, and trust me, here I am, you know, doctor of Chinese medicine, Asian medicine, helping people resolve their back pain, whatever issues they were having, but yet I was going home in the evening with sciatic pain that wouldn't go away. So if there, even people out here now that go to certain practitioners or whatever, just trust me, they, they themselves are ill also. The practitioners are. You may be going to them, but more than likely they're having to deal with their diseases. And Dr. Hmm. Nardi was the first person that I ever said, that ever said to me, you have to cure your diseases. And you spoke earlier about me having hair because for me, yeah, my my lifestyle of crabs and shrimp that are from up from an early age, affected me, that that blocked, you know, basically strangled my hair follicles with all the heavy metals and things of that nature that, that come from those scavengers and flukes and all different other things that are, that are in, in shellfish. But I, and I, and so it was easier to just shave my head and do all of those things because then that way, you know, you can look at somebody. I mean, look how many bald heads are out here nowadays. I mean, it's, you know, be like Mike. So everybody has a bald head. So you really can't tell if a person is healthy or not because they just shave everything off and, you know, they may look healthy and, and vibrant, but at the same time, you really don't know exactly what state a healthy individual is in. And that's essentially what I did, if you looked at me, it's like, oh, he's a you know picture of health, or he looks healthy, but that wasn't the case, and it limited my life. So I always just have to look at these things, and then as I've studied symptometry, as I've been introduced to more and more within the the, the knowledge that symptometry brings, the education, the science. It also brings and helps me to connect to everything that I have studied throughout my life up until this point. 
So I'm always being surprised by, oh, I heard that word. I remember that concept. Now I connect it to it scientifically. So as an acupuncture, now I can draw the lines for what they were trying to say in in antiquity that wasn't scientific, but now with what we have now in instantometry, I can make those connections. So for the people that are listening, symptometry will offer you some answers in your life. And that's essentially what all of us want is answers for ourselves. I mean, we care about people and we want to serve them. You know, Dr. Nardi, you know, he I've heard him say on more than one occasion, he does this not for his, himself or his, or his wife or his children or his, or his extended family. He's doing it for all of humanity. All of humanity. Because you said it, Coach. You tried all these other systems of health, and symptometry stands out as the leader and root cause therapies because it addresses the needs of the cell, the genes. I mean, it's phenomenal just how deep this goes. And I'm never, ever surprised by more and more information that comes out of it. And I'm just really grateful to be on here tonight to just share a portion of my story. But I've seen what it's done for me and for my family members, for my mother, to her hearing. And she had gone to her physician time and time and time again, and there was nothing they could do within four days with the removal of the gout, the ionization of the gout from her ear. My mother now hears, and she's doing just fine. She's driving. She's 80 years old, and she's just as vibrant and happy as she can be just by using symptometry. And that truly makes me grateful and very, very happy. So these are things that we can use to further enhance the lives of not only ourselves but people that we know and people that we haven't met yet. And that's really, really important. Thank you. It's awesome, baby! Man, that's what I'm talking about. Some personal experiences. I'm going to keep it moving and jump right over here to the man with the plan because I accidentally scheduled a show not for our regular. We're going to see how long it goes, but nobody else can call in right now. we just got the people that's on the line. So just in case they try to get us cut off, I'm going to see if we can push through. If we get past, if we get the 901, we're going to be good to go. So I want to bring Dr. Nardi in uh, right now. So please put your hands together for the founder of Symptometry and the inspiration of my my story tonight and Dr. Uh, Abbott's story, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. It's awesome, baby. Thank you for joining us tonight, Dr. Nardi. How are you feeling? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Uh, thank you very much for this uh, show that is... <laughs> Uh, transformational by itself. Thank you very much for for hosting it, and thank you, thank you, Dr. Abbott, and uh, uh, yeah, is Dr. Wanek there too? Okay, good evening to to, to her, and uh, good evening to your audience. Good evening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I took up a lot of time, Dr. Nardi, because I just felt like people needed to like you know let's take it back to the beginning, like some, even in the most advanced form of martial arts. You always end up back to the basics. 
You need some hugging. You need somebody to hug you. You need to feel good sometimes, you know. I know we're getting ready to even take some time with you to a whole nother level. Dr. Dr. Abbott is so uh, ecstatic about us getting ready to talk. We've been talking about sales and ionization, and now other people are using our words, you know, in their presentation. I went to a, a presentation last week, and I saw somebody using the word ionization, ionization. I ain't never heard anybody <laughs> using the word Ionization. <laughs> Who used the word ionization and they, they they put them in books now and and all of that. And I said, man, this is something else right here. I said, this is this is something serious right here. So um, I would like to hear it. You know, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth because I know that health is the reward that the totality of our cells bestows on a person who aligns the desires of their mind with the needs of their self. Do you, how do you feel about that statement, Dr. Nardi? Do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Um, it, 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 it required a lot of research in order to come up with this definition because, you know, you keep uh, drinking and drinking and drinking. You keep uh, trying um, um, certain concepts. They don't work. Yeah, try to get something because because the purpose of the purpose of science is to come up with universal truth that will not be defeated for thousands of years to come. That is the objective of science. Look at the force of gravity. Who has been able to? Um, Puncture um, the force of gravity, Sir Isaac Newton's force of gravity, law of gravity. The force of gravity is there, and Isaac, Sir Isaac Newton, built on that, and he founded classical physics. Everything that we need is in nature. Everything is in modern nature, but. You have to unlock the intelligence that is in yourself so that, so that yourself make the right connection and it is this right connection that will take you to the laws of the universe. Sir Isaac Newton did it. He was just sitting under a tree. A foot fell. Why didn't this foot go up? Why did it come down? He made a connection. Today, he is the one, the formulator of the law of gravity. That's it. Methuselah lived for over 900 years, according to biblical accounts. How come he was the only one who did it? What happened to all the others? Well, if you don't even want to believe that he lived for 900 years, at least give him the benefit of doubt and just assume that he lived for 200 years or 300 years. At that time, 5,000 years ago, when humans were as wild as beasts, when there was 
when there was contaminated water everywhere. People, people defecated. Uh, uh, people, people eased themselves in streams. And others downstream drank that water. Dysentery, diarrhea, cholera were always ravaging towns and populations, decimating people. And yet this man was able to live for many, many, many years. How did he do that? And with whom did he share this knowledge? So with what I got, what I was able to do to reverse all my diseases, some of them were not reversed immediately, others had to take much longer, but eventually they were all cured. Eventually they were all cured. So am I going to die with this knowledge? Or should I make it available to others also? Then I decided to make it available to others. And this was in February 1990. 24 years and still counting. And then my decision to make it available to others, open up the gates for me. One scientist introduced me to another scientist. This introduced me to another scientist, and another scientist, and another scientist, and lo and behold, what I dreamt of, finally, were just made available to me. Do you would, what do you want? Do you want the Raman laser? Okay, here's the telephone number. Um, what about this? Oh, here's the telephone number. Call this guy. Another one. Oh, I attended the same school. Oh, no, no, it's all right. They just call him. And this was how the gates to scientific research were open to me. After just making one decision, also benefit from it. The mere fact that I decided to help others open all these gates for me. This is why I said it is always good to think big and to think about methods to help other people first. Usually, everything is about me, me, what is in there for me, what is in there for me. In symptometry, not come last. As I am, as, as I told, as, as, as I told those who, those, those who want to hear, it's not the money I make that makes me a happy person. It is a person who was who found it difficult to restore their health that we finally managed to restore their health. And that person 
is a happy person. It is by making another person happy that makes me happy. So symptometry is not just for myself, my wife, and my children. I could have confined it to our family and be attending funeral after funeral. But this is not our objective. The difficult times that I went through in my life, I did not know that I was being prepared for such a mission. I did not know it. But when I decided to establish symptometry, the first thing that a very good friend of mine, an LDA scientist, said we have to look for is let us examine the laws of the United States. Is the United States ready for such a transformational therapeutics? Let's find out. And he helped me to find out. He was the one. Dr. Marvin Perez, he was the one who introduced me to a fellow colleague, another scientist, who knew the head of the food science laboratory in Cornell, at Cornell University. And one led to another, and another, and another, and another. And we got to realize that, well, first of all, if you establish a, something called symptometry here in the United States, your life will be very safe compared to if you are decided to establish something called symptometry in Ghana. Why? Because here the laws are no respecter of persons. You have your legality, you pay your taxes, and you operate within the framework of the law, you have nothing to worry about. In many developing countries, you can just disappear overnight. They will not even find your remains. We weigh the pros and cons. I say, yes, this place had a legal infrastructure in place. And this would be ideal to launch symptometry. Why didn't I do that in Britain? Why didn't I do it in Britain? When Dr. Trevor Cook, who established the British Institute of Homeopathy, who liked me so much, but well, I said, no, America will receive the nod. Okay. There were many other issues also here. There were racism, but I transcended all that. And I still remember the man who used to call me laboratory rat, laboratory rat, laboratory rat, laboratory rat. He's sick now, and I'm the one treating him. He apologized profusely for what he did to me, but, you know, I transcend all these things. First, you have to pass the patient's test. 
de perseverance test, de humility test, en de forgiveness test. I pass all these tests. That's why today we have symptometry. To learn symptometry, you have to be a writer. You have to write books. You have to write the syllabus so that you establish a school. And this is what I have done. I would not have established a school if it was my intention to keep it to myself and attend funerals. You have the facts, but you are not helping anyone. To me, that is selfishness. Selfishness. And selfishness will not take you anywhere. I decided to help others and look at how others are helping me. I am very, very proud of Dr. Abbott. Very, very proud of Dr. Wanek. Yes, I have not said it to them openly because I just don't want them to start dancing in the street. That is the truth. I call a spade a spade. I'm very proud of them because they work very hard in order to get the message of symptometry out there. This is what I like. This is exactly what I like. And I hope it continues. And I know it will continue. I know if it's going to be, a, I knew initially it was going to be a major paradigm shift. Even for them, I had to be very patient. I had to be very patient. Because Dr. Wanek is a surgeon by training. She's a physician by training. Dr. Abbott is a doctor of oriental medicine by training. I have to be very patient with them. I have to clarify and clarify and clarify and clarify and clarify. And I still have a ton of patients left. My patients have not run out. And they are going to get the best of the best so that we continue to work together. So you are talking about my journey. I don't want to review, go over my journey again, how I started and all that. No, it's not necessary at this time. They have enshrined them in the textbooks, come to American School of Symptometry, the regular program. You read my biography. It's there. There's no need for me to go over this. But for me, when Bell told me this evening that uh, you have a show, you are going to have a show, I asked you, okay, what was that show about? Uh, okay, we'll discuss the highlights of uh, symptomatic. We'll go back to the basics and all that. Well, I just smiled. All I said was, well, it will be, this will be cause for celebration. Celebration because I have Coach Kair who helped symptometry for the past, for two years in a row now, 
put the message out, and he himself was treated, and he knows the difference between root cause therapeutics and symptom relocation. So this alone is a momentous achievement. So you call it a review of the basics. I just call it a celebration, cause for celebration. Thank you. Where's my applause going now? It's awesome, baby! Well, hey, we made it past 9 o'clock. We got to keep the ball rolling. Without further ado, I need to keep on getting awesome because you know what? And the hits just keep on coming. Please put your hands together as we welcome Dr. Elizabeth Weinick to the show. It's awesome, baby! Good evening, Dr. Weinick. How are you feeling? Thank you for joining us. Good. Good, Coach. Hello, Dr. Rabbit, Dr. Nardi. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it's an inspirational show. And hopefully others who are, who, who are listening will be inspired to, um, to look at things differently and uh, approach their life and, and their selves differently. So it's exciting. Um, Dr. Weinick, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I know that you, as a, um, as, a, as a doctor, even before you became introduced to symptometry, you were, you know, practicing functional medicine, which some would say is a little outside of the box. And um, maybe you didn't see eye to eye with all of your peers about how healing was being done in America or in the world or, or just fundamentally. And then symptometry was introduced to you, and, uh, you know, as I like to say, you had some champagne added to your campaign. Could you tell and, and, and share part of your story about, you know, where you came from as a healer, you know, maybe even how you even just discovered functional medicine because that's not something that's, like, on the radar right now. I probably don't have 10 friends on Facebook out of 5,000 who can give me a decent definition of functional medicine and then lead into how, wow, when you're already outside the box and now you're doing symptometry, that's even more outside the box, and then some of the things and how it's affected your life. Can you share some of that with us, please, tonight? Well, as Dr. Nardi said, I'm, I'm trained as a surgeon, and I guess because of that training, <laughs> I, I never understood that there was a, a, defic- a drug deficiency in the body, I guess. Um, in fact, I, I tell this story to anyone who would, who would listen I, I nearly flunked out of pharmacology in medical school. I, I hated it. I, I just never got it. And I had a D going into the last uh, exam. And I guess by the grace of God, I must have pa- I passed the test because I didn't fail my first year in medical school. Um, but as a surgeon, uh, the only drugs that I prescribed were antibiotics and pain medication. And as a pediatric surgeon... That was only for a couple of days, and you know, I just 
uh, I, I never saw that there was a drug deficiency in a body. Um, so I, as I learned more about my own life, I realized that what I was eating played a huge role in how I worked, how, how I thought, um, how I felt, uh, my emotions, uh, my level of concentration. And so that's when I uh, switched courses to uh, what, what you called functional medicine in 1998 because coming from a surgical background, in order to have um, the credentials uh, to have a practice, I learned about functional medicine, which was treating the triggers and mediators of disease. Well, so what does that mean? Every disease has a cause. Uh, but the cause in functional medicine is related to inflammation, and that's kind of where it stops. Well, I wanted to know where does inflammation come from? What, what causes inflammation? And I, I never got really great answer was it was always well there's there's a nutrient deficiency that there's not enough vitamin C or the body needs more glutathione or there's an upregulation of the oxidative reduction system in the body and you need more antioxidants and so it was it was more or less supplementing deficiencies. But that still didn't make sense to me because I knew that the cell itself uh, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.